Welcome to the No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shanon, Mr. Rob, and Ken. Ken is not here with us today, but we still gonna get it popping for y'all. What's up, bro? How you been doing, man? How's your week been so far? Happy Culture Wisdom Cypher Day. All you buttheads out there, you out here. Um, nah, the week has been great, man. Um, I got four dogs, Yo, I seen you. I seen you on IG. I'm like, yo, this dude look like a, a, a damn dog walker. Yeah, son. I'm out there with three of them. Like I'm wrangling horses at a damn parade with the three of them. But it's, yo, been, it's been pretty You may cool. want to make business out of it. Listen, <laughs> I had, you know what? And as I was doing it, people driving by, honking the horn. I said, hey, you walk my dog too? Like, listen. Well, yeah. for a hefty price, I would. Because I got a bunch right, right, right. Damn right. That's wild. Wow, the, week, the week has been good, man. I can't complain. It's been easy. Um, the weather's kind of up and down, but you know that's the way it is. I think. How about yourself? I've been chilling, man. I've been good. You know, there's a lot of a lot of little shit going on at work, putting out fires. But other than that, yo, all is good. I'm looking forward to Saturday. Get together, watch the fight. Watch the fight. Have some drinks and everything. Yo, shout out to Young. Peace, Young. What's up, Jeff? What's good, bro? Bay Area, Jeff. BTP Media. Yo, so tonight we got a we got we got a really really dope um a really dope episode. You know, I feel like that we um yo we kind of go through our factions where we have like moments where we kind of we like in a pocket a sector in terms of like who we talk to, right? So one minute we could be talking to everybody from Queens, the next minute we talking to you know nothing but Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn cats or whatever, you know. But lately we kind of been. You know, the last couple of episodes, we've been shifting and we've been going to the West Coast with it, you know, so we had DJ oh, we had Greedy Greg, um, you know, we just got, we, we kind of got the Cali vibe going on, you know, uh, and I, yo, I, I, I appreciate it, I appreciate it because we have an opportunity, you know, given the fact that we, we both East Coast dudes, right. to actually really catch up with people that's like West Coast, hip-hop right. historians, and people who appreciate the craft just as much as us. Right. So, yeah, I still like to say that I'm happy to bring to the platform. Dios Nagasi, Reagan Era Records. What's up, bro? How you doing? Y'all out there. What's happening, man? We in the building. What's going Yo, on, man? Salute, salute. Yeah, I've been listening to y'all latest project like crazy, man. Man, I appreciate it, brother. Oh, that's a that's a project. on there. From Thank one you. to fourteen, man. My biggest joint, and I'm not even from LA. It's out here. Out here in that LA. Is, <laughs> that's my. I ain't even gonna front on you, Paul. That's my shit, right? It's a it's a funny story about that record, but also we got a couple remixes coming. Okay. Yeah. So like Cat from New York gonna do one. Got my nigga wow. from Cleveland gonna do one. Nigga from South. It's just a like a forewarning kind of type thing before you go places. Right. Mm-hmm. Crazy out here. Don't yeah, you know what I mean? Don't think don't don't just think shit is all pancakes and, and whipped cream. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yo, so 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 tell us how did Reagan Ever Records come together and who is actually the artist that on Reagan Ever Records? Man, um the shit is we all my cousin is Halo. That's my first uh my first blood cousin. Um Ike Burners, that's my nephew. Uh, man, like we, more majority of us are family, but then, like Skrills, I've known Skrills since like eighth grade or some shit like that. Um, Herc, Sneaks, and all of them, like we just, we've known each other probably now, just for a long time. Everybody was doing their own shit, and then I, when I started producing, that's when it kind of like came together, like a couple years ago, maybe like four years ago. 
Yeah, y'all fans? Uh, the majority of us are. Yeah, and what's it, and what's what's it like though? What's it like um, coming together and working collectively with family? Because yeah, you know, I, I feel like what always happens is like when you working your way to get to something, you know, it's easy. It, it's it's easy because people are solely operating on you know the mission and the vision and the potential of what could be. But when you actually get somewhere, and you actualize stuff, then that's when shit get a little bit weird sometimes. Oh man, fam, you know how family is, man. They, they, <laughs> Hey, the, the, the oldest nigga is in charge to them, you know, it don't matter what the fuck you doing, nigga. Halo think he the boss of everybody, nigga, like at the end of the day. But nah, um, no, it's, it's just family, though, it, you know what I mean? It's, we all grew up and we kind of know the rules, you know what I mean? You know the edge, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, so we work. The niggas don't listen. It's hard to get them motherfuckers to listen a lot, but... <laughs> They about to do some shit, him and Skrill, they about to do some shit that I told them to do three years ago. They finally get to it. Yeah. So, you know. Yo, you know what, you know what it make me think about? Like, um, you watch, well, you was talking behind the scenes about like the Wu-Tang stuff. So clearly you watched the Wu-Tang saga, you seen the last season play out with RZA and how RZA struggled like after people actually got the notoriety to kind of bring them together. To, yeah, nobody to wanna listen no more, nigga. You don't know what you are talking about, my nigga. <laughs> I, 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 you know, before that shit all went down, I was watching interviews. I remember uh, Ray saying, this nigga Rizzo walking around with a guitar on his back. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, hey, but you know what I mean? It, it, I don't know, man. I really don't know what happens. It's just people, they just got their own ideas. But if, if you brought me somewhere, I got to stay with you. I got to go with what your ideas is. You got me to this place. You know what That's right. Well, Yo, what's your what's your earliest memories of hip hop? Man, I can go back to uh, my brother, man, making me uh, Rello Blackface. He making me. I used to have to do Rudy Ray Moore shit for niggas, like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I used to have to do that. Not uh, Dolomite, not not impressive. Man, I would have to do that shit. Yeah, man, um, Dolomite. I had to do all of that. I had to do. Um, Eddie Murphy shit, the one when the nigga had the rose in his mouth. And I had to recite that for all his homies. Um, and then I was spitting NWA verses. Like, it was like, but I'm a little kid though. Like, and that was my job, I guess. Yo, so oh, you know what though? You know what? At the same time though, my pops, rest in peace. He was on Sugar Hill Gang. And I'll never forget this. Matter of fact, he, I was like, uh, I had to be like seven or something. He comes in the, I'm in the taking the bath or whatever. I'm just in the water, kid shit. And he like, so what do you want to be when you grow up? I said, I want to be a rapper. Mm. Said word. He didn't say word, but he like, you know, yeah. Well, let me hear you rap. And so I did like a, a little one, two type of thing. And he said, if you can't rap for a minute, you ain't going to be no rapper. Fuck. <laughs> Get that shit out your mind. Matter of fact, call your mama. Come whoop his ass right now. <laughs> if you can't rap for a minute, you ain't going to be no rapper. So, so talk to us a little bit about like what it was like growing up in LA. Right. Man, um, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Shit, like yeah, that shit is like drive-bys. The first drive-by scene, I was probably like eight. Um, but we still played outside though. That was like the the norm. It was normal. Yeah, like it 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 did it wasn't normal, but it was still like. I can't explain it, bro. Like, my mom's was working, you know what I mean? Pops out fucking around doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. 
when the street lights came on, that's when we had to be in. It don't matter if niggas was shooting or doing whatever. I mean, of course, somebody was shooting, they gonna come get you, but mm-hmm. we just lived around that, man. Niggas getting high in the back, crackhead, we thought he was a uh, fucking wizard. Yeah, I mean, an evil wizard type shit running around the streets. Um, yeah, just as a little, little kid over there, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what that is though? Like, cause we had the same experience growing up in New York. I think it's sad, but I, we kind of become desensitized to it, like, right? It does this our life. We like, oh, okay, all right. That's it's PTSD happening. though. Niggas had PTSD mm-hmm. long time. Word. Yeah, the, who's the killer live next door and shit? You talking about you? <laughs> what you mean? The rapist. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is one of the things I like to tell people all the time. I'll be like, it's. Pre, uh, it's undiagnosed schizophrenia and shit. They might be like, yo, that's that's nutso. And if you ask, like, well, why is that motherfucker nutso? Because uh, he be spazzing out and doing all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Nah, maybe he got a mental illness for real. Like, he not yeah. just throwing some... But nobody what led, him, what led him to get there? Yeah. It might be a chemical imbalance and nigga really on some need some medicine type shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's crazy how we normalized it though, right? We like, oh, he just- That's nuts, so he cool, he cool. <laughs> oh, he do shit like that. He just shoot niggas and shit. He be chilling though. He'll be chilling in 10 minutes. But you know what? I had, I had the pleasure to, to visit California a bunch of years ago. My mom's had moved out to LA. And I, I think she lived off of Crenshaw Century. Crenshaw Century, okay. There was a, um, a post office over there. To make a long story short, you know, like we spare, we come from the Bronx. You come to the Bronx, you see it like, all right, this is the jungle. I yeah. went hey, like, this shit is fun out here. It's nice, the weather's good. <laughs> it's I, like I, an I, island. It's like an island. I lie to you not. I walked outside with a fucking AM1 shirt and it said automatic three on it. It was blue. And my mom's boy was like, get your ass back in the house. Take that shirt off. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be neutral. You want to be good, depending on where you at, but still, you know I mean? You kind of, just to play it safe, you want to be moved. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't want me to get into that thing, because I was going out there to play ball. And I was like, is it serious like that? He said, take that shirt off, nigga. That's what, that's what I mean by that. Yo, despite being from LA, though, like, your music seems to have, it seems to have, like, that golden era, 90s hip-hop feel. Like, wh- where'd that come from, and is that intentional? Um, Well, like I was saying, like, the music, from my pops to my brothers and sisters and shit, they was always playing that shit. And um, it just so happened, the first album I ever brought was with my own money, my own little money. I brought uh, Red Man What the Album. Oh, man. That was fire. Talk about something to get hooked on right there. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, and I was like, this motherfucker's crazy. How could I ever write like that? So um, I feel like that influenced um, the second joint I got was uh, Dell. Funky almost saved me, and I was, um, and I was just locked in. That's where I really started to hone my skills at. And um, you know, I kind of felt it would be corny to say the golden era records. Like that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So, Yo, that's that's like a, a in terms of like the the continuum though, like to go from Red Man to Della Funky Homo Sapiens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but Dell was burning back then. That catch a bad one. That's yeah. when I caught him. I didn't, I didn't have a, um, to wear Brother George. That was before, you know what I mean? Okay. I was up there, but I caught the, um, catch the bad one. He yeah. was burning up shit on there. Yeah. Yo, I, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like Red Man is an underrated MC. Like, yo, a lot of people don't give him the credit he deserves. Man, Red Man is the God MC, low-key, man. He, he give if, if you go back and listen to 
I don't know many people you can do this with, right? But if you go back and listen to his old shit, he was killing from day one. Mm-hmm. From inception, man. He from... never lost a step. Yeah, yeah. Crazy shit was wasn't he a DJ too? Didn't he start as a yeah, DJ? Yeah, he said he was DJing for uh, I forget who, but he was a DJ at first. Wow. And oh, you know what? I just heard Eric Sherman say that shit. He said he said a line talking about uh, I jab something. I rock like the band or like the music, some shit. And I was like, damn, that is a different way to say it. But he said once he heard him say that line, that's what made him wanna um, put him on as an MC. Yeah, nah, he's, he's crazy. Like, that first album, too, I remember Superman Lover, Time for Some Action. Oh, yeah, he had, had Watching Nuggets on there, I think. Yo, he had, yo, he had. Come on, man. Red, Red is still, I'm not, I just heard him on some shit with Royce the Five Nine, like, a couple days ago. Yeah, I like, I like Royce a lot, too. Like Royce. But Red Royce is still, he's still boxing, niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two people out there. Talk yeah. a little bit about the respect. How big of a gap is there with Pioneers? artists even if there's even a guy i just feel like the style has changed you know what i mean like if you're saying like if you're trying to say somebody like rock him versus like a 21 savage or something is that what is that where it is yeah yeah it's, it's two different it's two different styles of music like i think actually hip-hop should be broken down into sub-genres you know what i mean like you got I'm not gonna say real hip hop, but you see what I'm saying? You got this kind of hip hop, you got that kind of rap, and this kind of this, because that's just too far in between. Well, you know, Karen Fun just think rappers what you do, hip hop is something lives. So if you're not living it, and you just get glorified with the sensationalization of your clothes, and your jewelry, and the money, but you're not talking about nothing, there is a difference. And I think sometimes that might be the gap. True, but it started on that. Look at Slick Rick and them, and, and, and uh, right. uh, Dana Dane. That was it. The gold right. chains and the wolf wolf and all of that. Don't forget, KRS had an Uzi on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's Yo, you know, you know, you know what I mean? No, I mean, I, hey, much respect, much love to KRS, man. Yeah. He did a record with my my boy, Grand Official. Yo, you know what it is though? I think that um not so much the materialism and the material aspect of it. I think it was easier for people to accept and embrace it back then because there wasn't as much money associated with it. Now I think the commercialization, you know, it's, it just comes across as being so commercial. So we looked at like for me, I looked at Slick Rick back then. I'm like, ah right, yo, he got jewels, he iced out, Dana Dane got this or got that or whatever, but I didn't look at them in the same vein that you look at like some of these other dudes where it's like, oh, it's doing Bugatti, Bugatti, he got this, he got that, or whatever. So I don't know if that made people actually embrace it and look at it like, ah, right, yo, this dude is still hip hop. He's still touchable, attainable. He's still for the people kind of thing. Like, I think that's where people it's kind of- It was the image. But when Slick Rick rap, when you hear children's story, you hear Mona Lisa, it was the stories that drew you in versus what you was wearing or what you look like. When I watched Slick Rick, I would say, what color valley do you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me count there. Let me get there. Yeah, you've been dressed to the nines before the jewelry, you know what I mean? So I was I appreciated that. I mean, like I could I could go out there with some slacks and a nice sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Big Daddy came as well. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think that, you know, the the gap is, you know, the younger generation wants to express themselves. And the older generation have already expressed themselves. I think what needs to happen, that needs to just be a common thread of what we're doing. We're here with a message. You know, regardless of what we're images and we're portraying the message to our audience. 
and it should be the right, it should be the right or the correct. That means Yo, so, so if you ain't catch that, that's that's Rob politically politically nah, way of saying like some dudes is whack. Nah, <laughs> look though. You know what though? What, whatever's happening, I was just telling this to somebody the other day. I said, man, it's so much now though. Right, it's over it's so much that if if you focus if you focus on what's whack, because this is a department for that shit. You know what I mean? And, and I don't give a fuck if they selling hundreds of millions, whatever. It's not whack to somebody, but yeah, you know I mean, coming from coming from where we at and where we grew up at and the, and the shit that we used to, I see them posters, that Nas and all of that. Where we come from, tribe car. We come from that. They don't come from that. They, I think, their youngest people might be uh, Soldier Boy or some shit. I mean, that, them they OGs. You right. man, we got different type of OGs. Right. You gonna respect the game different, but if what they doing don't sound right. It's so much. It's still dope shit over here. Cause last time I checked, Wu ain't stopped doing they shit. Actually, Pete Rock. Wu ain't stopped. Come on, yeah, Pete Rock. Come on, man. He's doing, uh, uh, doing um, um, Ray and Ghost double album. Damn. This is long overdue. Who, who is their manager? Can I manage these niggas, man? What the <laughs> fuck is, would they have been waiting for to do this? They should have did that shit. In 2004. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I, yo, my opinion on it though is to be honest with you, like, yo, there's something for everybody. So, I'm, I'm just fearful. Like, I never want my ears to get old where I just automatically shun people and put them in that box. Like, nah, this ain't right. for my era. So, I'm cool on you, or nah, this is not what traditionally I would listen to. Like, I just, I feel like to be responsible and to be a fan of the art that I have to be able to listen to stuff. To make an informed decision to say like nah it ain't for me and even that like i hear stuff that i'm like nah that's whack it's whack to me but i do realize that some for somebody else they probably be like nah I'm, you know it's hot it's fire i like it though no. i ain't gonna sit here in front it is some weak ass you know it's, <laughs> oh, probably, bro. it's some niggas it's some niggas with bad knees and they young <laughs> and they young though and they running around with bad knees man <laughs> you got, you got, you got, you got, you I'm not gonna front on you, yo. Niggas, yo. Some niggas that sound very terrible. <laughs> yo, but that, yo. Some niggas that's tolerable. And, you know what I mean? Then there's some niggas that's really nice with this shit, but it's some young niggas running around with bad knees. Maybe yeah, it's genetic. I don't know. But you know what's crazy about it, though? Like, somebody else, I guarantee you, somebody else somewhere is like, nah, yo, you bugging. That's your Nah, I'll prove it wrong. If I think a nigga <laughs> whack, if I think a nigga whack, you know, I'm, if I fully whack, I'm gonna go ahead and try to give him the benefit of the doubt and I'ma have I'ma develop an argument about it. Like I'm nah well it's this and it's that. So if, if I tell you that a nigga's whack, I got a fucking list of things that explain why this motherfucker's whack and he can't just tell me it's art and I'm expressing myself. That's the cop out nigga. I'm just expressing myself. You know you when you express yourself whack, my nigga, you need to go see a psychiatrist. Is there a major part of the art form that is lost today? Um, nah, because like I'm saying, it's still shit that exists. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's real underground niggas that's still yeah. been around forever. Look at, um, what's my man? LP. Mm-hmm. LP, Company Flow. Like, these niggas is still around. Um, Mad Lib and all, Mad a lot of dudes is still around, but they just not promoted on the, on the, the fucking airway. I think it's like, I don't know, probably like 30 motherfuckers you might hear in each city. It's way more dope niggas than that. That's a fact. It's you not know, being on radio, not being marketed, not being advertised. You got to search for it. You really yeah. got to But it's there, though. The thing is that it's there. If it Yo. didn't exist, yeah, I mean, I just choose not to go 
down that door. You see what I'm saying? I'm gonna go where the where the fresh shit is at. I'm gonna stay with the shit that I like. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, yeah, yeah. I'm not a swap meet type of nigga. I don't. That's why I don't go to swap meets. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> Too much to you know, yeah, I need to I need to go where I need to be at. You know what I mean? Like I don't need to be seeing all this other because I'm gonna get angry. Yo, you being generous saying 30, you gotta try 10, probably 10 right, artists right. You know, but they artists, like the artists that we appreciate, they exist and they get love and they get embraced, but just not in this country. You know, like oh, over, overseas, they killing like there are dudes that that you know to me like one of the dopest albums to this day that I still love and I listen to uh, from time to time is our uh, Master Ace Disposable Arts. I thought that album was crazy, yo. And Master Ace is still killing overseas. I gotta Master ask you about this. You mentioned Master Ace. I was in Germany, right? And I I was in Germany when I heard this record. Some shit called Mr. Uh, Henry Higgins. Remember that he had this some nigga. <laughs> He yeah, I got it. Too, hey, man. nigga, hey, that shit was fire though. The <laughs> nigga know, told him you ain't had a hit out since the Jacksons was together. I think it was the nigga. I said, what the fuck? He cleaned them up. He cleaned them <laughs> up on that joint real nice. I don't know if it was him or the other nigga, but Ace been burning niggas for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, shout yeah. out Special Ed. I would like to hear some more shit from him. Yeah, he yeah. went crazy with that. He, I, I don't know if it was the third album. He had a style that nobody had. Like he. So what um because I know you do production also, what makes a complete producer? And let me let me how you let me add a little bit of context to that question. The reason why I say a complete producer is because there are some people that they're regarded as great samplers. You know, there's some people that say you're not a producer unless you actually play the instruments and, <laughs> and play the drums and all that. There's some people that they can stay, they can't play drums or they can't play bass. You know, so what, and just from your opinion, like what makes a complete producer? Hmm. Shit. It's not me. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that I am not the complete producer. But, uh, I mean, in my mind, I would say, you know, somebody who, Instrument, he knows a lot of instruments and shit. And more than just knowing the instruments, he knows what sounds good. I feel like you kind of gotta be raised on to do hip hop. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of electronic sounds like looking Pharrell and, and Timberland, like they don't really even fuck with samples. For my type of hip hop though, like I feel like old boy on Talladega Nights when he kept saying baby Jesus. He said, well, I like to see my Jesus the way I want to see him. I don't know what he's <laughs> to me, my producer, if like the top producer to me would have knowledge of instruments, uh-huh. but also like raised on soul right. and funk and all of that and, and be able to encompass that because you could pick the wrong part on the record. You, can, you might have like a gem right there and you grab the wrong part and that's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucked yeah. up the whole shit. So I, to me, instruments number one. Know the fucking samples. Know the music. Mm-hmm. And actually, actually know a little bit about rapping too, because mm-hmm. somebody could get on there and, and might have the wrong flow. A real producer would be like, I take that touch right there. Go about it this way. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. 
So, so, all right. So with that being said, because you, you was like, nah, not me, you know, does a person qualify as a producer if you do none of that, but you, you got the air and you be like, yo, I know it sounds good. Sample this. Nah, the drum should sound that way. Nah, you should flow this way. Does that qualify a person as a, as a producer? This is a fucking trick. This is a trick question. This is a trick question because no, no, I, I know. Yo, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Yo, I asked you this because we had, yo, we have producers on here. We had heat makers. Yeah, I shout out to them. We had Heiko. We had a number of different producers. We had Chop Google. We had Heiko. I'm not none of them niggas, man. I know, I know real, I know real niggas that get busy with pianos and all of that shit, right? They can replay samples. I know a gang of niggas, right? Like. I just do what's necessary. You see what I'm saying? What has what needs to be done. And and, and what's sad though is if I can figure this shit out, what sounds good. I'm just raised on music. I got the ear. Mm -hmm. I can put some shit together. I can put one together and another one and make two. Mm -hmm. These niggas been doing this shit for a while long and still making some kind of like suspect music, nigga. I don't know. Rob, hold on, no, but you already just said didn't. I was just saying that to you earlier. I was like, yo, you ain't gotta. To me, I'm yo. I've been a consumer of it. I've been raised on it or whatever. So because I don't know it play good. or whatever, that don't that don't let's qualify me as saying like, nah, that don't sound good. But that sounds good. Like I honestly feel you could you actually go into a studio and you may not know how to really you know how you call it work on an MPC, but you may know like this is the part of the record to, to sample yo. Nah, well, you know what? what doing that, that's what kind of drove me into getting my own equipment. Mm, okay. Shout out to Luke, my boy uh, uh, Anthony Cruz. Okay. He's one of the sickest like producers, producers I know. Like he can take right. the, he can take a piano and, and make that shit sound like something out of this world. But. I think I was standing over his shoulder one day and I was like, yo, do this, do that. He said, man, if you're gonna do that, you might as well get your own shit. <laughs> and I thought about it, like, you know, but it, <laughs> I was like, you know what, let me, let me try it. You know what I mean? And, um, but yeah, that's it, man. I, by no means I, would I ever take away from, you know, the greats. Shout out, rest in peace, Jay Dillers. And, Jay Dillers. Um, I you know, a lot of people, a lot of people give me flack for this. But I fuck with Swiss beats. I don't give a fuck if he used the same drum loop over and over. <laughs> the nigga shit be hyped to me. I nigga get me pumped up. I like this shit. So 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 is is Swiss is Swiss beats a top five producer? I would pose that. I put that to you too, Rob. In, like, in you know, the world, from, just all time in hip hop. Like if you start naming your top five producers, all time in hip hop, Swiss beats in that top five. Man, you know, um, he's in my top ten this year. I got him. In, I got him in my. I got him in my top ten. I don't have him in my top five. The reason why I even have him in my top ten is because I think that Swizz did change the trajectory of hip hop with you know like how he right his beat. Yeah, like you know. Um, and then unfortunately his his run kind of I think shifted when Kanye came on the scene and everything. Kanye just blazed and banking all of them. It became about like the soul loops, you know, and that kind of. Phase that was a little bit. I feel like they act like he came up with that. He didn't. RZA did, did that shit a long time ago. To whoever was producer for the Woo and all of them, I heard yeah, fast back in the day. Yeah, mathematics and cheat. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know what I think though is was different about Swizz Joint. I think 
because I, I, I have a different level of appreciation for RZA than I do for other producers because I think RZA is a producer who works a lot to me from Phil. Like, I don't think RZA goes in and really tries to be like, you know, like the, the, the technical aspect. Like, I, you know, he could work the equipment and do all that, but I just feel like he a dude who worked from Phil that's like, yo, let's try this. I think this will work well. You know, like, let's do this or let's do that. Um, and I think kind of the distinction I make between him and Swizz is that to me, a lot of Swizz stuff, and the reason why you get flagged, I'm sure you heard this before, a lot of people like Swizz make like Casio beats. Yo, that's what I was going to say. The Give me a Casio. Yo, the crazy thing about it though is that almost like as a people that are purists, you get wrapped in your head like, ah, like, yo, this don't make sense. Like, you know, you listen to them beats. And a lot of them beats, I listened to like, the other day, I think I was listening to like an old Jay-Z album. And back in the days, it was Hard Knock Life 2 and the joints to love is, if I die, don't cry, my nigga, bust, bust in the sky. Yeah. And I used, to, I used to swear, but I'm like, yo, this record is crazy. But I was listening to the other day and I was like, yo, this beat is kind of really basic, you know? But that doesn't take away from me. You about to make me say something. I just told niggas the other day, I was listening back to Jay shit and I was like, the old shit, not not the reasonable doubt, but like all of the ones that were, the blueprint is what really caught me on what he was really trying to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's a, it's something that's in the middle. I'm like, nigga, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Wait. So you say, yo, so you saying you ain't like Teddy Riley produced the city is mine? Hey, that sounds you belong to the city. Yeah, that's that's and that's an old record too. That's mm-hmm. a remake, but. Yeah, that one. I'm talking some verses, some rhymes. It was some shit that I was kind of like, damn. That ain't it. I thought this was. I was Yo, that just mean your ear refined. That's all. That's all I mean is that your ears refined now, and that's what I'm saying. I listen back. I'm like, damn. Like some of this ain't age well. You know, it's like, wow. Like this is this is, you know. But you know, you throw on some black moon. You can throw that black moon on that. That one. What's that motherfucker? What he was. You know that automatically. Yeah, that shit play. I don't give a fuck where we at. You can let that. Some of that shit come on that I was listening to from that that Jay and that weird time. Man, cut that shit off, my nigga. I can't fuck that. That Barry White sample. Swiss Swiss came out of time where the sound was changing. Not that we were leaving Pete Rock and Lost Professor alone. But Swiss had to step in. Remember, and I always say this, band from TV, when he made that song, it was only the beginning of the song. And someone said, I want that. Yeah. They even played a whole track for them. And look what band from TV got. You got Pun on there, you got Cam on there, you got Styles and Jada, Nature on there. And it's one of the best songs I've heard. I still, to this day, when I hear it in the club, I want to act like a fucking teenager and fly around the club when I hear that shit. Yo, that's because it got it got like the anti-up vibe. Like, yo, it's yeah, the, that that amp sound. Yeah, you got the vibe. But sonically, when you listen to it, you like this is not. You, you know what I'm saying? You're like, yo, this is not I, this. This really. That beat. I see you. I see. Nah, I like the beat. Yo, I like. I like. I'm not. Yo, I like the beat, and I like a lot of stuff. I just realize. I look at it and. Maybe I get too much in my head and I'm like, yo, the complexity of this or whatever. And I'm like, this is real basic and it didn't age well. Like the other joint, the um, S. Carter album, the joint he got with Mariah. I remember when it first came out, people was like, oh, this is crazy. I listened to it recently. I'm like, is, is we like this? It's like, he just put the do 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 do
you know, like, but I know it's certain ones though. It's certain ones that hit the stick and certain ones that don't. But um, like the I'm a hustler. I still like that, and that that's hustler. hustler is not a crazy beat. But you listen to it, it's a vibe. Like I'm a hustler. I still like. Yeah, that shit crazy. Oh, you, we, we still on Swiss. I thought we was on Jay. My bad. We still on Swiss. No man, Swiss is crazy though. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't care that the nigga used the same shit. It doesn't matter. Doesn't I listen to his album. She ain't got no money, money in the bank. That's hot. Nigga, that's that shit yeah, be yeah. gone. Come on, yeah. my nigga. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Riding with my top down, with my jewelry on. Yeah. Nigga, that shit crazy. Now he got hooks. He definitely got hooks too. Did you produce? Did you produce any or all on black on the blackout? Uh, I produced all of them, uh, except for yeah. LA Universe. Mm. Wow. You did crashy old shitty bang. Yeah, I did all of that shit. You a mean dude, bro. What? Thank you, man. Salute. Nah, I like them shits, man. Especially out here. I don't. Let me let me rephrase that. I didn't produce them. I made them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember, look, what took me so long to start making beats is because I thought it was going to take away from my pen. Oh. So I was like, nigga, I don't got, I need to have this pen as high as I can get it before I start fucking with this other mm-hmm. shit. Right. Which goes into the name, though. I put in, after I put in more than 10,000 hours, I surpassed the master on this shit. I, I got it. Any style that you can fucking conjure up in your brain, I can get it. Like that. Because I mastered the pen. When I went another 10,000 hours, I figured I, I can try this other shit now. I can get into this making beats thing because yeah. I'm not afraid to lose a step on my pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so hence the name. That's when I got the Dios Nagasi. Cause niggas like, oh, I mean, you really call you still God or some form. Hey, man, I'm Gunny, the Gunny, Gunny, I'm the, Gunny the pen God. I'm the pen God, nigga. What about Gunny Gunny Sinatra? Man, you know what we did that. That was a that was a phrase. That was that was a caterpillar me. I wasn't making the beat. I was a caterpillar then. Uh, you know? <laughs> oh, Yo, I, um, for some reason, I feel like East Coast MCs get associated with lyricism, and West Coast MCs sometimes don't get enough credit for lyricism. And I think a lot of that got to do with probably like the earlier days where like, East Coast was heavy boom bap, and West Coast was viewed as being like melodic chill laid back joint but if you think about it like yo if you think about lyricists like to me there are dudes that are lyricists from la like you know i listen to y'all and i'm like oh these dudes got balls like they spit um which 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 lyricist from the west coast inspires you the most and why like like i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna I can take you back. I can talk about this shit. How much time we got? I can talk for, for a long time. We, we got time. Let's go. So I'm going to give you different phases and not even in uh, you know, chronological order. Mm-hmm. Um, boom. Deltron 3030. My, this is later on. Like I said, I caught the Catch the Bad one. Mm-hmm. That was the second album that I brought ever in my life. But, you know I mean, just fast forward, Deltron 3030, there's not an album like that. This is like, these niggas is crazy. Not to mention, Souls of Mischief. Souls of Mischief, Souls of Mischief was going crazy. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Micah Nine grew up on my block. Micah Nine is from Freestyle Fellowship. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Uh, and then in there, shout out to all of them. Peace, Jupiter, AC put out the Book of Human Language. Mind you, this is a little bit later, the Book of Human Language is one of my top records ever. And this is different kind of like lyricist. <clears throat> we can go back. Q, motherfucking um, 
hey, look, respect, man, respect the cube and all of that. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like I know Dale, going. Dale was putting <laughs> that pin. Dale was putting the pin to the sheets on a lot of that shit back then. <laughs> but that shit was hard than the motherfucker, bro. It had to put metaphors was crazy too. His metaphors. Come on, man. He had the he had the delivery. He had, like you said, the metaphors and, and the flow was. But if you compare that flow, if you compare that flow to the, uh, I wish my brother George was here when Dell was really on heavy funk shit. Mm. That shit gonna marry like this. Wow. Yeah, you know I mean, but shout out to Cube, all of that early shit that was inspiring to me. Um, DOC, of course. DOC. Um, shit, man. Quick, even quick, man. You got Cam. Don't let me forget about no, Cam. Cam. Yeah. Cam was crazy. Um. Yo, Gift the Gap. Do y'all know who the Gift the Gap is? No, I'm not familiar. Oh, man. Gift the Gap. Y'all ever heard of Blacklicious? Yeah. Yes, sir. He's the rapper from Blacklicious. Okay. Rest in peace. But Gift the Gap was like, dude, that was uh, like comic book heroes as a rap hero back in the days growing up. That was my hero. Like, that nigga was serving anything. Um, and then you start to that's is all on the west coast these are all west coast artists mm-hmm. that i'm naming um e40 e yo e40 i, I think i think niggas girl. keep sleeping on niggas keep sleeping on e40 this nigga been dope inventive creative he's the west coast buster rhymes or he's mm-hmm. the epitome of what buster rhymes is to the east coast right. if yeah. they got together and did an album that shit might break the world nigga. yeah uh, e40 wordplay is crazy that's about that's what I'm gonna say. The wordplay alone by the two of them, but have niggas spinning had the head spinning crazy. Man, what about Razkaz? Oh cool. Oh man, come on. Razkaz is dope. Razkaz has been dope. He um he's a heavyweight. He's been he's been crashing on niggas, man. Uh is you doing like to who else, man? Who else? Who else? But like yeah. you know, I listen to Razkaz, I fuck with Razkaz. I just um I don't think I studied as much because we were kind of in the same, like, like a little, as far as age bracket. I, I don't know, mm-hmm. however you want to say, like, mm-hmm. I didn't catch no it. Appears. Or swing. No, pretty much peers at the same time. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't embrace it like I should have. Later on in life, when I heard uh, Soul on Ice and all of that, and I got Soul on Ice. This nigga really smacked somebody's head off. Yeah. You know I mean? like, Yo, Total Nice, I feel like I was the only person in the Bronx that purchased that album. Man. <laughs> hey, you know, man. I, I used to love that album hey, too. Yo. Salute the Rash. Salute the Rash. Yeah. Like, uh, he on record with my brothers and them from uh, Grand Official. But yeah, he's a definite, he's a threat. He's a, he's, a, he's a threat out there. You know what I mean? Yo, you know who, you know who reminds me? And his kids, his son's rap too. Y'all know his son's nah, rap. Nah, I didn't know that. Who's his son? I know that. Um, what's this song called? Uh, it's a group of them. They have a group. I can't think of it. They be fucking shit up, though. They be they be crashing on niggas, man. Yo, you know who to me is the modern-day Raskaz? Saha. I feel like Saha is kind of Saha the Prince. Saha might be older than Raskaz. Yeah. But Saha, <laughs> the modern-day Raskaz, like, to me, Raskaz was killing it back. I'm like, yo... I used to go, no, I don't, don't think he lost. Don't think he lost it though. Like I heard nah, shit from Rap. Rap, yeah. Rap, Rap still cut niggas down. Uh, but Sahai is dope as fuck too though. He hit front on side. 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to be trying to tell people like, yo, you hear the stuff this dude saying? They like, man, get with it. I'm like, yo, y'all bugging. I just recently heard that some shit he said, No Dope on Sundays. It's an album he got out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Side of Prince. That shit. Uh, yeah. I get busy. Sorry, I get busy. What's, what's the pros and cons of being, um, of being independent? You know, and even with that being said, like, do you, do you need a record label in this day and age? I mean, with us, man, like, we, between all of us, we all kind of had different situations, whether it was on the label, whether it wasn't, or, ooh, ooh. Um, motherfuckers went and got their bags up, man, like, on a personal level, you know what I mean? Niggas got homes and shit like this, kids in college, and, you know, all kind of, you know what I mean? Niggas drive what they want to drive, go where they want to go. So with, with that being said, I mean, unless the label coming, they not coming with a bag bigger than what, you know, you tell them, well, look, man, we need it like this. You see what I'm saying? But that's not that's not even really why we do it. Like, we was talking earlier about um, the younger guys doing music versus the older guys, however. The young dudes, the motivation is like, I want a bag, or I want it, I want the girls. I want the bag and the girls. So they're not doing it because they actually love to do it. It's not a gift, or it's not, um, it's not something that was nurtured. It's like, nigga, I can, fi- I can figure this shit out. I told you, yeah. One for the two, or two, or two, three. I can do that. I want the bitches in the money. Shoot it, run it. I gotta get some dreads. I gotta grow dreads, nigga. Give me some dreads. I've never been to Jamaica. I'm not a roster. Give me the dreads. I need the dreads. I think the younger generation holds on to the basics of it and just stays with the basics of it. A, a, a 808 or a catchy beat because even when you listen to drill music the same beat per minute it's the same goddamn beat per minute it don't switch at all mm. it's like you don't have a, you don't have a different cadence or nothing like that and I think that stales it in a sense because there's no variety in that hip hop is so much variety so yeah. much from soul to funk I mean there, there, there's, there's an eclectic amount of sound that you can hear. That's why I love listening to producers. I listen to producers from Camouflage Monk to Jesus Christ. Like, there's so many to um, Danger Mouse. There's, there's music out there, bro. There's music out there. Um, I wanted to ask you, not to put your way where you were going, Sean. Um, you recently did a joint with RJ Payne, as we talked earlier. How did that come about? Because that song, Chamber, Chamber Music, is something different, bro. So look, this shout out to my man Ominous, yo. Like, he's a guy, he likes to, I don't know what the fuck he likes. He likes to just fuck with me, I guess. You know what I mean? He likes to push push my head. Nigga like to push my buttons and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just with the woo shit and all of this thing that's that's going on now. I'm like, yo, we over here chilling. We did what we had to do. Once the work is done, that's when we start, like, really, really chilling. You know what I mean? So we, we kicking it, just playing beats and shit. And he happened to hit me. He was like, yo, who's somebody that, that you think is like, like challenge some shit? I said, man, I said, I don't know, man. Like I've been doing this shit. I'm at God level with the pen. You can put me in the booth with anybody. Nigga, I'm gonna get busy. If I don't, if I don't take the flag, nigga, we gonna finish neck and neck. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck who it is. That's just where I'm at with my pen. Right. So he was like, well, all right, well, who? I said, man, it's not who I think. I just told you. I said, look, I don't got time for shit. I got to plan the marketing shit for this Reagan shit. I got to get these 
fucking beats done. I got to get the artwork. I got to get the merch together. I don't have time to be trying to rap, rap, rap with me. Right? He said, well, who would you not? He keep pushing me, like I'm saying. Keep pushing me. <laughs> well, who would you not rap, rap, rap with? I said, man, I don't got time for fucking RJ Payne right now, and I don't got time for Feral Mind. Them two mm-hmm. niggas, I have no time for these guys at this moment because I got all of this other shit to do. I still mm-hmm. got to make beats. I got to... Yeah, it's a lot of shit for one man to be doing. This motherfucker pulls up at my house like two, three days later, and he's got the biggest smile on his face. <laughs> That's how you know he's coming to fuck with you now. <laughs> but it was, I think it was my birthday. Was it my birthday? I think it was my birthday, so I'm thinking he's just happy because it was my birthday. Nigga, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> nigga pulls up and says I hope you're ready for RJ <laughs> I said nigga I told you I ain't, I ain't got time for that yeah, so that's how it happened that's how it mm-hmm. right, y'all playing y'all play the great song with that one. And then I made, I made that beat he told me I couldn't use a sample though. I, said, I, think I can make something without a sample I just use that because I like that yo that's crazy I mean yeah bro no, and I, I was gonna, I was gonna piggyback off of that with the grand official joint, uh, by any means necessary, wow. by any means, with uh, Capadonna and Skrilla. I like that shit too. Yeah, hey, uh, shout out to Grand Official, man. Um, I could tell you some funny shit. I'ma save it because I feel like I'ma need, I'ma need this in a minute. Yeah, I mean these these little stories I got though, but. It's always been something with Capadonna, right? Like, I don't know, like, he's little, man. Like, I don't know if y'all heard of Unity Show. Nah, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, Bigger B, recipe. they used to throw these shows out here called The Unity. And it was a show where Eminem opened up for Capadonna. Mm. Like, that's, nobody's ever going to forget that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Eminem oh. is... Eminem is like fucking uh, Steven Seagal of the goddamn, oh yeah, I mean like, the nigga's Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movies of rap right now. Rappers, yeah, I mean, this nigga's way out there. No disrespect to Cap, yeah, I mean, Cap is, Cap is murdering shit, but you know. Anyhow, we go, we sneak in. We had met that, we had met the Liquid Crew. We were like 15 years old, bro. We met the Liquid Crew as some, some liquor store trying to get beers and shit while we was kids. <laughs> and we heard about the show. We pulled up. We, nigga, it's Florentine Gardens. They're not going to let us in. We kids. Right. We had seen, we just in the parking lot, nigga, like fucking with niggas. Like, yo, what's up, man? Let us in your crew. We riding in with y'all. Woo-woo. We seen them and they recognized us from the store. And the niggas was like, look, man, y'all can't come in with us. Y'all motherfucking kids, but. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the door, right? So we like, yeah, hey, do, do that, do that. It's at your own risk. Yeah, we, I don't know, we might gave the niggas like $20, 30 something, you know what I mean? But they left the door open and we showing up, shot up in that motherfucker, we wildin'. Niggas got on goggles and shit, and we acting crazy because it's our favorite rap. Cap is my, one of my favorite Wu-Tang niggas, you know what I mean? So he on stage, me and Skrill, we just wildin'. And, um, we was stepping on niggas. We was acting crazy. And the big nigga was like, man, you keep fucking around down here. You want to get on stage? I'm like, yeah. And the motherfucker picked me up and put me on stage, bro. Wow. Kappa mm. stops the show. What the fuck's going on? I'm in the back. I'm looking for ghosts. Yo, where this nigga ghost at, man? Like, what? 
yeah, it's, <laughs> this really happened, I'm telling you. But uh, I got to say the rest, because, man, it's going to be a time I need to pull all of that shit back out. <laughs> but anyhow, it's always been something with Cap. Um, my boy Grit, he always knew that Cap was my favorite MC. When, you and, um, when the opportunity came about, he had hit me up. And he was like, nigga, ain't nobody but you. You got to get on this. And that's how that record came about. Yeah, yeah. You said, yo, you said Pharrell Munch. Wow. Cap is one of the dopest niggas out. I met Cap when I was living in Maryland. The nigga was a cab driver. Wow. Mm. Like that, so. Yeah, I, I heard that. I heard that before. Must be cab driver just like, hold on, this nigga's dripping, but he's in the fucking cab. <laughs> and the cab wow. was a <laughs> cab shit, like. Not no hooked up skyline, <laughs> town car. Hey, like, he might have just, just needed a couple bucks, you know what I mean? That's true. Like, <laughs> I need to do the common leader cab over here. He might have stole that motherfucker. Yeah. Well, dude, real Yo, to talk a little bit about Farrell Monts, because I think Farrell Monts is underappreciated. And OC I like a lot, too. We are OC on the podcast also. I fuck with OC. Much, much, much respect to both of them brothers. Um, Farrell, man, is... He's elusive. He's elusive. You know what I mean? He's a nigga like you can't put a finger on his style type shit. He's a nigga like if you was boxing, he would keep changing the stance. And he's one of them niggas that's that's hard to catch. Could he be caught? Of course. Everybody got caught. Yeah, you know what I mean? The shit is though, the nigga's dangerous. And when when he asked me, when Arm asked me about that shit, that's just like. Yeah, I don't know. It'd, it'd take too much fucking brain power. But it actually, the way this shit works, because like I'm saying, I had to just flash back to what I've been doing all of these years. You know what I mean, I didn't just pop on the scene like yesterday. But like I was saying, I've been mastering every style. Mm-hmm. When the RJ shit hit, I had to take my mind back to Highlanders. I had to go back to the Highlanders stage. And it, and, it, and it messed with what he's doing. Like we had all, I had already, I'm not, come on, look, I'm not fronting on nothing, but I did a lot of different shit. I did a lot of styles of music and, and, and different things. So RJ, I said, oh, well, it's not gonna be that more, cause that's Highlander. Nigga, we on records with Billy Dance. Shout out to MOP and all of that. The Highlanders, nigga, they, they just knocked that shit down. So I'm thinking with Pharaoh. I'ma just have to go back. I might have to go to Styles Infinite days, where where nigga was, you know, tearing up shit in a different way. But it, it's just kind of strange because once you reach a level where everything is right and it's precise, there's there shouldn't be no need to go back. Word. Word. Keep improving. Yo, it's interesting. Yeah, but like when a nigga touch on something that you did already, though, you gotta go back. <laughs> but this show who authored it first? No, not too authored it, but it's like, <laughs> you know the I, like I'm saying, Mike and I and all of the freestyle fellowship, nigga, those, the, the, the old, like, all of that. That's that's me and when I was a teenager. Yeah, and now Yo, imagine applying the thought process of a grown man for a teenager flow from back then. Oh, I think it'll be a match. Yeah. I think yeah, it'll be a nice match. You know, right. It's interesting how you describe Farrell Mons because he was like, you know, his style's all over the place, but you know. Not but, all over the place. No, I mean, you know. He's just you elusive. Know, yeah. You ain't going to be able to put him in the box. He's going to get out yeah. of that moment. Yo, hence the name, Organized Confusion. All right? 
So yo, so here's the other thing I would say, because we talking we talking about like the sport of it now and, and competition with it and bars. You know, um tell me somebody who got somebody on a record. Like who got somebody on a record and it may be unpopular opinion to be like, nah, this person got that person on the record. <laughs> what? I don't look look. It could go it could go back to here, man. I don't even know if it matters anymore. You know, it's been tons of years. Respect to both of these brothers. Um, are you talking about on the record together or people like battling the On the record together? I'm talking about Eminem murdered you on your own shit on a record. Oh. <laughs> who got. Who well, you got know what? I'm going to say this. That we don't talk about. I'm going to say this, and I've never heard anybody actually. Speak on it, Speak on it, baby. Nicki Minaj. I don't know if she got an army of writers. I don't know if she did it herself. But the records I heard her on with Jay, the records I heard her on with him, she seemed Ooh. to get the better parts of that. I see you, I, Gil. I see well, you, yeah, Gil. She wasn't fucking around with them niggas. I mean, well, it's, it's popular opinion, though. Everybody feel like that she had the... And it's Nicki Minaj. I mean, nothing against Nicki Minaj. Nothing against her, but I feel like... Yeah, you said the monster. That's the track. Yeah, yeah. Everybody is like, yo, she got everybody on monster. Okay, well, I'm, fuck, I'm not wrong. But it was a record I think she did with uh, with him. Mm. She did a race. She kind of yeah, did a number did. on that nigga. Um, I might have pinned that for. That's why I said, you know, hey, man. I, I don't know. Like, you going, you going in with the wolves? Yeah, we gotta clean you up a little bit, baby girl. She delivered it. She delivered it nice. And that was her job, though. That was her job. Shout out to you, Gilly. I'm feeling ransom too, man. You I'm got trying, I'm trying to so so high call. Let's 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 run through a couple. Um four three two one. Who had the best verse? Red. Red. That was an easy one because I know red, I red, nigga, red is red. Come on, man. <laughs> I put the door on the nigga. Shit the door on the nigga. Turn the virgin to a certified <laughs> center. The bomb I release tomping up. When you got set up, I was hitting your ex. No, no, come on, man. Petro, you metro. All right, um, the realest, G Rap, Mob D. I gotta get it. Hey, look, Prodigy though. Come on, niggas. I don't even nobody mention H and R C no more. No, I still listen to that album regularly. I don't, I don't hear nobody mention that album. <laughs> you gotta give it to Cool G. You got Cool G. All right. Come on, man! It's the Godfather of, of gun Pro, talk. Probably got a lot of, you got a lot of, lot of songs for albums. Yeah, the, the Albert Einstein shit. Yeah. What about Albert. um? All right, so um, I shot you. The remix. I shot you. Uh, Buster's on that, right? Nah, that's Prodigy back on the real side of things. Slink, fat, slink crack and wear fat down the rings. Not only is it real, it's slink. I don't know, man. You, you, this is who shot you? This is, uh, yeah, that's, I, I shot you. I think it was Prodigy, Keith Murray, Fat Joe, LL, Foxy Brown. and Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. Yeah, man. that was a good joint. But that's the, is that the one? That's not the, am I tripping? That's the Illuminati. Niggas is mad. I get more butt than ass trade. No, that's something. Nah, that's Illuminati on the remix. Oh, yeah. On that, uh, the Illuminati want my mind, soul, in my body. Right, yeah. yeah. Secret Society. I'm going to get that to be. I'm going to get that to be. Okay. 
I'm not even like rehearsed on the verses on that record. I can't remember like that, but I'm gonna get it. Okay. Gil said uh, Foxy first. You think Foxy first is good, Gil? I don't know who Gil is. Shout out to you, Gil. <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. Yo. Hey, nothing, nothing was ever wrong with Foxy, man. Not, you know, not, you know I, I, she just, you know, she stood out because she was the chick rubbing on the titties. Like, you know, I get, I get yeah. it. <laughs> I feel like she got a raw deal, though, my nigga. Like, how fucked up is that for a musician? Or somebody in music to fuck around and lose their hand. I think that was like, I think that, that was like a, like a nigga what? Better verse. Nice. Oh, Go ahead. What you doing? Right. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let's, keep, let's keep going with this. Better verse on Life's a Bitch, Nas and AZ. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no disrespect Talk to nobody. Talk about it. No disrespect or no, I don't fucking really rock with AZ like that, my nigga. I fuck with Nas, man. And Nas ain't, everything Nas spit ain't the fucking, you know, the end of the world neither. But I just rock with Nas, man. I've never brought an AZ out. Nothing against this nigga, though. I don't, you know what I mean? Shit, he come through, we can politic and do whatever. I work with him, I think he's dope. But when you, I don't, you gotta be somebody to be fucking with Nas. Like, you gotta be somebody kind of heavy All right, so Black Republican, Nas and Jay-Z. I remember that. You in the hot seat right now. That was that was a. Uh, um, ain't that a. Was, uh, this, was this back? I, I'm trying to remember the time. Because it was a time when Nas started rapping on beat. Remember that shit? Yeah, it nah. Was this, like, this, it was a couple this, times. It seemed like he sent his verses in. Like he was doing some other shit. <laughs> and they was trying to make the beats around his verses. I'm not front, man. I can't be the only nigga in the world that heard that <laughs> shit at a time. I know Nas is poor at picking beats. I know that for a fact. Now you got hit boy, so he good Wait, to go. Wait, I got, I got a question for y'all right now. Okay. I got a question for y'all right now. Fuck that. What was, what was Nas's album, his best album? Yo, this, it's, it's always a debate between whether it's Illmatic or it's Yeah, so now, which one do you, which one y'all fuck with? Which one? I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with It Is Written. Bingo. Hey, we don't even hear. We don't even hear the other shit. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Illmatic, give Illmatic his class. That's the first time we heard him outside of live, live on the barbecue. Illmatic was a mixtape, nigga. So that's why that's what I was gonna say. For nostalgic purposes and where I was in my life, Illmatic fit there. But like, remember I was saying earlier, I was like, you know, as you mature and you become refined and you listen to, you know, you begin to learn music, you learn about like the, the importance of hooks and song structure and stuff like that, it was written. But Illmatic was a time period growing up in the hood, just everything this dude said was relatable to everything that we was experiencing in the hood. That shit was like the Bible for us. It was like, yo, it was like, oh, this dude was talking about... Of course, the, not the ones with the videos. You got any other, like, two or three or extra off, off, off that Off that album? Yeah. Off, it was written? No. That, uh, I, that I like? We said Illmatic. Illmatic. Memory Lane, Represent. Um, it's not singles. Memory Lane was crazy. Represent. One Love. You know, it was only nine yeah, songs. Yeah. It was only nine records, if you really think about it. You know, because he sipping had, like... God. What's the joint where you say, I'm sipping Gandhi, I'm sipping Don P. It ain't hard to Gandhi tell. I'm charged. No. It ain't hard to tell. Yeah. And that, and that right. was a single. That was Sneak of Yo. If that's the best song on that album, if that's the best song, he can't fuck, he can't fuck with the intro to It Was Written. Yeah. <laughs> Sneak of on the island in my army jacket lining. 
Word. Yeah, you know how much that, he said on it was written? Yeah, now nah, it was written. Yeah. Fake I mean, thug, like, no love. You get the slug. CB4 guts. Don't your luck low. I didn't know till I was drunk, though. Man, come on. Yo, you know why it's hard for people? You know why it's hard for people to really embrace it was written as much, though? It's because he moved away from his core audience. And I think people really appreciated the, the whole, you got Pete Rock, you got Arch Professor, you got Premier, you got all the people. And then he moved away and it was like Trackmasters. So it was kind of like, uh, you know, why you ain't still with Pete? You know, we're large at, like, you know, like it, it was it was almost like yo dudes wanted really wanted to stunt his growth. They was like, yo, I need you to keep rapping, <laughs> making these joints for the projects. But I, I would I wouldn't say it would have stunted his growth. Because them is large P look at all of them. Them is all mm -hmm. legends. Mad, like big, big legends. But to yeah. your point, Dio, to your point. You was just saying, you was like, all right, so yo, tell me some of the other records on it. That was a dope album, but what was a hit record? Word. It was a mixtape, and that that it that it was written was an album. That shit taught me how to piece together like structure in an album, yeah. like, yo, to make yeah. it kind of flow fluent. Stories. So Gil said he went he went commercial, and it was written, and that's that. Honestly, that's popular opinion. That's what a lot of people feel. Like yo, he went down the, the lane of kind of. No, going I commercial. Think, I don't think he went that commercial. nigga went commercial when he started talking about Uchi Wally. Hate me now, son. <laughs> yeah, word. But that Uchi Wally, I think that was like that was that was like the worst wild. rhyme that Nas ever said. Like, where you going with this right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was written was solid, dog. I think it. I think the Dre record. I think it might be like one kind of weird record on it. It might be that one with the Dre producer. Nas is coming. Yeah, I didn't like that. I get a bad, I get a, I feel like I got a toothache every time I hear that shit. <laughs> my, my, joint, my joint on there is Black Girl Law. I like, like come on, Law. come on. I Black just, Girl Law. I just, oh, man, you want to be in clubs getting rubbed on. Nigga, that shit crazy. Yeah, come on, yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't the best singer neither, though, but that just means the message was that much yeah, more powerful. Yeah. Who was it? Yeah, did he have? Yeah, he had JoJo, right? Was that JoJo? Uh -huh. Yeah, uh -huh. JoJo Haley. That, nigga, that, nigga that was had, JoJo. JoJo Haley, yeah. That nigga had George Kelly from my grandma church on that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 that nigga off of fifth. Nigga, he was out there singing. <laughs> <laughs> George Kelly from church. <laughs> Grandma, you know, so a song that never got really played like that on my project, you know, that he had Ron like Isley, Ron Isley singing the hook on that. And they flipped it, but it never came out the way. Yo, look, if you would have heard the original, the original I Am, the original I Am probably would have been like some of his best work, the joint that made, someone made to Lost Taste with Blazer 50. He had Blazer 50 on there. He had um the fetus joint. Um... What was the other joint? The hardest thing to do is stay alive. He had like, yo, he had crazy records. Yo, crazy what, records. what is this on? This is the Lost Taste where the nigga said, the do-rags is back, fitted hats. Do-rags, yeah. Rikers Island bus is still packed. What's mm -hmm. the word? That shit hard. That shit hard. That shit hard. So let me ask you, yo, what is it to, what is it to be an MC? Like, if you were to build an MC, what would you give? Man, number one, you gotta have personality, charisma, um, showmanship. Well, cause the thing is this, man, niggas can be boring, bro. Like you ever, 
good. Like, I mean, it don't even matter as far as as far as the rap shit. A nigga could be talking and just be like, yeah, nigga, I'm talking to you. Well, man. I don't care. I eat bullets for breakfast, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, nobody likes that shit. Like, you, you gotta be like a personable kind of person. You know what I mean? I got you. I'm hard as nails, nigga. I did 73 years. I'm 19, though, nigga. I was locked in the ping finger. Yeah, but nah, but you got charisma, character, man. Um, of course, bar work. Mm-hmm. You gotta be a writer, actually. A yeah. writer to be able to tell a story. I think the West Coast, back when you were saying like the East Coast was lyricism. I agree. Back in the days, like that's where my mind was. I was like, damn, the, the East Coast was more lyrical. The West Coast was telling more stories, though. Mm-hmm. The West Coast. And I think that's where the marriage happens between a lot of the Reagan era style. It's like we have lyrics. Niggas can, you know, niggas can yeah, get lyrics going. But we gonna make it. We gonna make it go from A to Z, though. You know what I mean? Versus like, I mean, dude, niggas had a, the pop out rhymes with the lines here and there, here and there. Yeah, but we can tell you a story straight across. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying, nigga, come on, Cool G. A lot of niggas, yeah, I, mean, I didn't just stop at Kushi. There's a lot mm-hmm. of niggas that tell Nas, nigga. Yeah. I just had a brain blank. But... Let me tell you something. When I listen, I listen to uh, Black House, other joints, and I'm listening to you, I'm getting across the brass cast of Black Coast. Mm. Yo. That's a good, that's good company to be in. Yo. <laughs> I never forget your, your, your was... subject because because of your subject matter in certain songs, you pen it perfectly set. But then I then I hear but I hear some rash cash in your throat. So <laughs> <laughs> but hey, on but, my mama, but, nigga, but, on, the, on my mama, on my mama, we was rocking, running with the licks, man. We still shout out to Tash, uh, mm. uh, J Ro, all of them, man. He Swift, um, Juice. But look, Dre, big big shout out to Dre. Um, we was over there chilling, man, and nigga said, "You got that? This is like the first like encounters and shit." He's like, "Man, you got that Razz Cat shit?" I'm like, what? I never heard that. I had never heard that, and then you said it again. I'm like, like I listen, I listen, I listen, I listen to tracks, and I listen to how. MC rides the beat. Mm. I think that's that's so such a sweet such a sweet marriage when an MC can hear the music and he'll find out where his wordplay needs to fit right pop. Mm. Yo, that's 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 cool G rap. That's that's them MC. That's Black Thought. Cause Black Thought a thought a fucking symphony of words. But if you really slow it down and listen to that, you be like. Mm-hmm. Man, at the end of the day, though, my nigga, them is them is high calibers. Them is them is high calibers. You talking about, man? You shooting shoot for the stars, yo. I'm, I'm telling you. But I, 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 I never had no idea. Black thought, nigga. What did it, how did Black thought get in there? I don't, even, I don't know. I don't even know. The, hey, I remember back when I used to rhyme. Nigga say you sound like Ghost, man. The RZA and the Jizza. I said, how do I sound like five niggas, man? Well, me the woo by myself. Hey, you know what? Matter of fact, this, this 
That's why this nigga prompted me to do the other joint. Cause he's like, man, you sound like five of them niggas already. In one. <laughs> I said, nah, man. I don't know what y'all talking about. How can one man sound like five niggas? It's Probably, you know what it is though probably like listen to the elements that you described that you said the MC need to have right so maybe it may be a touch of you know you got you got is this motherfucking therapy am i having therapy am i having rapper therapy i know what he's doing i'm having rapper therapy these niggas be telling me my style and all this shit you know what i appreciate it man this is you know what fuck it i'm gonna lean back Yo, we stu- yo, we students to this shit though. We love, we love the game. We, love we do our research. But you said you was you was about to get into stuff. You said my parts of the lyricist. I think the jizz is fucking ridiculous. Too. Oh, the jizz is crazy. Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Looking for yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, See, it's but now it's two different types of rappers, right? It's two different types. Uh. You got the jizz, right? And then you got a nigga with swag like Kappa. And then you got a nigga that got like lyric with swag. That's like a ghost. You right. got a street. You got a street nigga with with swag. That's like Ray with, right. with uh. Yeah, you know I mean. But my favorite MC. Y'all never asked me who my favorite MC was. Spit it. My favorite MC is Old Dirty Bastard. Tell us why. I, I, I know I know why why I, why I like Old Dirty, but go ahead. The, let me let's just see. The fact of the matter is, the nigga didn't give a fuck. That's like, why yeah, I, like I mean, Dirty. like, <laughs> and his art you couldn't capture his art almost the same as I speak of uh um Pharaoh March. Right. What niggas is elusive, but his shit like Pharaoh was in like this zone. This nigga Old Dirty is all. You don't know where this nigga going. <laughs> he could go way over here, but still bring it right back to right there. Like, nigga, I thought that was just creative genius. Even though, like, it later came out that uh, Jism pinned some of the shit. But I'm like, that's the perfect technique. You get somebody who got character, and you give them some lyrics and let them run with it. Mm-hmm. That yeah, nigga, like, he said it. He said it himself. I'm the like, one. It ain't gonna be nobody like. I'm the next best thing since James Brown, nigga. Like, he, when you listen to his albums, yeah. I get so much joy, my nigga. I get so much joy and um, something about know, what I, mean, I it's, it's something about when I hear I'm a one man on a song. I've never been tooking that Yeah. And then you see the video and he meant every word. Like a lot of niggas now, we was talking about that too. You would see a nigga and be like, eh, this nigga don't look like he is. Step on a roach. That nigga wouldn't step on a roach. He don't believe what he's saying. Yeah, nah, I like yo. That's why I like him too, though. I like yo. He, to me, he's like creatively, he's brilliant. Like, dude, just you know, I, I think you got to get to a certain point and have enough confidence in your art also to say whatever it is that you want. Right. It's like yo, I'm just gonna say whatever it is that I want, and that's it. And it's and it still be fire. It comes with consequences too, though. Like, mm-hmm. I got a I got a record coming out. It's not gonna be on this one. It's gonna be on the next one. The, the one coming out is uh, Da Vinci Surplus. I don't know if it's the original first. One. But on this other joint I got, the sort of shit. I have this shit's been done. Like I've been stacking. I'm like on some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's this shit called uh, something about my father's veins or some shit. 
the consequence that comes with talking about really passionate and, and, and real shit is that you get feedback from the people that was there, you know what I mean? Like, and as an artist, I feel like for some people that may hinder that. Like, yeah, I mean, for me, like, nigga, like my sister goes bonkers, nigga, every time she hears that record, and I'm like, I'm telling the truth. You act like I'm making up some shit that wasn't true. Well, I don't think any everybody need to know all of that shit and this and that. And I'm like, well, I'm expressing myself. This is how mm-hmm. the shit happened to me. It happened to you, but it happened to me too. So I'm expressing myself in this I'm way. Of it, right? Yeah, but people catch feelings about that. Mm-hmm. The way Dirty was doing his shit, it seemed like he didn't care if niggas had feelings about it or not. Like, yeah, <laughs> nigga, you. I don't give a fuck you, nigga. I'm about to do this shit. <laughs> Yo, you should have known. Remember MTV? He took them like to pick up his welfare check or something crazy yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was on the cover's album. <laughs> the nigga put a uh, the nigga put the, 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 put the food stamp card and took yeah. him in there to get the money. Why wouldn't you want to get free money? <laughs> yeah, and that's bro. a real question, though. No. That's a real question. Why? Why would it? I shouldn't. I don't know why. You know they cut his benefits quick, fast. They did. <laughs> nigga pulled up in the limo. Nigga, hey, he's wild. You know that nigga was on. Man, you know he was on. Oh uh, man, God, rock. Yo, yo, because because we not tapped into into LA politics, you know, and this always comes up. Um, it's a, it's sort of like a cliche question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Like, yo, what did what did the passing of Nipsey mean for LA? Man, um, that kind of man it don't it don't do no good to help the hood, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's um. That shit is terrible, my nigga. That's that's uh, horrific. It's some shit that could have been avoided, but you know what I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. But at the end of the day, man, like if you would take down somebody, I don't give a fuck if you crazy or not, though. You see what I'm saying? Like if you would take down somebody that's big enough the community and and enriching the the lives of of people that's around and, and and doing good shit. That's that's a Judas. You see what I'm saying? Like low key to, you know what I mean? Who said that? Shout out to Wyclef. That nigga said every man got disciples. If you ever want a rival, show up with your gun and your rifle, right? But in his particular setting, he was like Jesus. Yeah. And who would kill Jesus besides the Judas that he allowed in his close quarters? You see what I'm saying? But yeah, that shit was hor- horrific, man. It's not, um, I don't know, man. I, I don't feel no good vibes from that, man. You know, uh, rest in peace to Nip and, you know what I mean? Shit just, <laughs> shit is whack, man. That shit was crazy. It was really, really crazy. I call for unnecessary, but again, I don't really get into people's politics. I feel like, though, that nigga should, he should have been carried like the Dalai Lama. You know what I mean? Like, nobody should ever be able to get that 10 feet. Up. The 100 feet of this nigga, man. What he's doing and what he, what he, what he's done. For, for, yeah, Rob. Let's, let's talk your politics. What made you come up with the name, or what made y'all come up with the name Reagan Like I was saying, we, we were sitting there and, going through 
times and shit, whatever, whatever. And it was like, for cats, the, what? No, we was talking like, what is your favorite era of music? And everybody kind of came to like 96, 93, yeah, I mean, like, so in my mind, I was like, damn, it would be corny to fuck with the golden era. Just say golden era, that's just some kind of cheese, cheese ball shit. So, I was like, damn, for all, for all of the cats that made it, it's like it, start, it starts on a level and then it starts to, you know, develop. It's like, yo, all of the cats that was spitting in that time had to come through the Reagan era though. And we kept saying like, yeah, the Reagan era, like, yeah, so yeah, the Reagan era is the predecessor to the golden era and so on and so forth, right. but shit, and we started dealing, like, bouncing shit around that. And then it, it, it's, at that point, Reagan era still didn't stick. We're like, yo, whoa, whoa. I'm like, nigga, like, shit, we grown men, man. Niggas got kids in college. Niggas, you know what I mean? Niggas got more, big mortgages and all kind of shit. That's not trying to, we not trying to be young, no. But, like, this is still us on a, on a, the, the level of uh, slight understanding. You see what I'm saying? Right. We just trying to see what reflects us and what looks right. Boom, boom, boom. Niggas keep saying it enough, and then it's, it's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck Hold Reagan on. era. Because when you hear Reagan era, it's like, all right, we already know these niggas ain't no teenagers. Mm-hmm. They can't be. Right. Go back, right? And then now from there, we start to do the science about how we grew up around and how this nigga, you know, the, uh, the three strike laws and motherfuckers was getting knocked down and Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a train that stopped. I don't know the exact streets, but I was born. I was moving around my, in the back seat, my mom's car. She did a train that stopped. On that train, it was all kind of machine guns and shit like this. The crack hit in, in the neighborhood niggas was in, like motherfuckers smoked out. We started doing that, and that's what the shit was like. Well, how can we flip it? That's why we split the face. You see what I'm saying? When I said the 80s, that are, you know, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times where mm-hmm. niggas grew up. So you get the duality of it, the yin and right. the yang. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, I said uh, Reagan's face, instead of teeth, his fangs. The minute half for what he did to our race. 81 through 89, no black man safe. We survived, so these crowns be the prize we take. You understand? We took his head. The niggas was trying to, we took his motherfucking head, got the shit, we got the patent US trademark office. We own Reagan era records, nigga. We took his motherfucking head. They was trying to kill us, nigga. But again, we still had childhoods at that time. Yeah, we were babies, bro. We were, I, I, I lied to you, I was in, I was in private school, 81. And I remember the Daily News putting on the front cover, the Mac 10. First time a auto, semi-automatic weapon entered the streets of New York, and they were selling them at the Jacob Javits Center. Mm. And that, and that member, that was '81. That was right before. That was right after that crack came. Yeah. yeah. And from '84 and on, for that 13-year period to about '97, we all know the stories of crack. So. Word. But that the Reagan era brought that in. That's why I exactly. Yeah. Like um. Again, it, it wasn't very much to glorify because we, we're grown men. Yeah, you know I mean, we lived through it. Shit is like we lived through it, we survived it. It was an attempt on all black men's lives, black and brown men. You mm-hmm. understand the minorities? It was an attempt on all our lives 
and those of us that did make it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Reagan era is a celebration. Reagan era records is a celebration of that type of shit. Like we made it, and we don't gotta be, you know, dancing around. I don't know these niggas wearing Mario Brother boots. I don't know what. The <laughs> <fuck's going on. laughs> I don't know what the fuck, nigga. We don't gotta do that. We, I mean, we we was we was fresh back in the '80s. Nigga. We, was fresh in the 90s. we don't gotta wear the Mega Man boots. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? We don't gotta do that. You know what I mean? We, oh, that's what Reagan era records represents. Shit that, you know what I mean, niggas was goddamn sense. But, not, but I think about it, was was that ever really recorded and spoken about the 80s? Because we talk about the golden era all the time, but was was those stories ever come, them stories outside of crack? There was so much that was going on. Like, we got video games, we got technology, we got first time. Now you get it, now you get it. But now you going into the, uh, you going into the, the extra, you're going into the next phase of breaking that record. But also, like, right? Yeah, we gotta incorporate all of that. It's the good, it's the best of the times and the worst of the times. Mm-hmm. And also from a music standpoint, a lot of people that we, 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 were, we were adoring for music was Paul and Oates, Pat Benatar, Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Keep it real, son. You know what I mean? said, girls just want to have fun right now. <laughs> I think I think Mike is the I think Mike is the obvious pick and Rob was going for like yo I got you trying to be different. You trying to be trying to be I was thinking a little too far. Get with the Mega Man boot niggas right now. Oh man, yo, go ahead, plug what you got going on. Um, where we can catch you? I had you join up on the screen, your social media, but plug everything that you got going on with Reagan Ever Records. I know some niggas selling bags of weed right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that, look. It's Reagan Air Records, man. Um, Again, we ain't on no political shit. We not. You said that. I ain't no black activist. Uh, None of that, man. But what we on is about doing hip-hop, man, and getting that hip-hop shit back where it was. I'm not saying that niggas ain't doing it now. Because it is. It is it, a shout-out to Griselda and all of them. It's motherfuckers that's resurging it, but you know what I mean? With them, because they got that money behind it, they put that, you know what I mean? Who the fuck signs with Shady and Rock Whose fucking child did you murder, nigga, to get this fucking type of deal? But anyhow, at the end of the day, the shit's out there, right? Um, so that's that, man. We just want to make dope music. Continue to do what we love. Like, Make dope music, travel, man, and um, shit. What I'm plugging right now, the Black House album is out everywhere. Go check it out. Pretty dope. Um, I don't want to just say, like, it's a hip-hop album. We are children of New York and the West Coast. So imagine the mom came from the West Coast, the dad came from the East or the East. Well, however the fuck you want to do it, we are the marriage of both of those. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like we represent everywhere. So a song like Out Here, that's funny that, yeah, that's the that's the joint. 
but we do got remixes coming with everybody and like when you come to a place and you get off the plane and they give you a pamphlet and it says ooh, 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 this is what's going that's what the record represents it's not like you know what i mean uh, yeah it's not on that <laughs> yeah, that chitty bang zombieville um grassy no yo yeah that's that i was like wow like, this project crazy making chronic cocaine 80s night city la universe got some wow. shit bro crown shit on there baby crown yeah 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 that's what's up brother man hey brothers i appreciate y'all you already know yo so thank you everybody for pulling up tuning into no ideas original podcast Dios Nagasi, we appreciate you, bro, for having. We put you on the hip hop couch, which he said is hip hop therapy. I did that, yeah. I just had therapy about my style and, and all of that right now. I never had that in my life. I appreciate it though. I feel like I should pay y'all niggas, man. Y'all got a PayPal? I hope you do, cause I don't. <laughs> Yo, good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace, Peace everybody. Bro. Peace. Salute.